and we're still playing Blades in the Dark. Still? Yeah, for now. I thought we were a Pachisi podcast, a Boston Pachisi <laughs> podcast. This is now a Pachisi podcast. We par- play Pachisi live. We role play as Bostoners <laughs> playing Pachisi. <laughs> Give me some of them tokens over there. Come on. We've, we've done both those things, just not together. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Just another 40 tons and I win. I don't know how this game is played. I was going to say, I get really quiet when you guys bring up Parcheesi because I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know about anything about Parcheesi either. Don't worry. Parcheesi is the game. It's whatever you want it to I be. I like research Parcheesi for that arc and I still don't know what's going on with Parcheesi. And I couldn't find any material on it. <laughs> well, the good news is that there's people playing Parcheesi in the corner. Uh, you guys escaped your, your party. You blew up part of the mansion. Uh, or collapsed and we go to the party bar yeah yeah parcheesi. so my question is like what kind who who arranged did Mondin arrange this party barge for you like where'd this party barge come from it's pretty much standard operating procedure for the party just you guys is, okay this is like a an emergency partyception party barge that like yeah exactly because generally speaking a partyception ends in uh an escape not usually with a gravity bomb but that was a nice sort of it's optional. It's a new flourish. You guys are adding on to it, you know? And historically, if you escape a party and there's no other party to go to, people usually get upset. So I'm still riding this, like, party high, though. Like, we've escaped one thing. I want to see what is on the other side of this ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep this party going. Let's take going. this barge out. Let's see how far it goes. This barge party can last about as long as we want it to, I think. Let's see if there really are monsters out there. <laughs> What if it's all lies by forging the streets? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the monster you guys <laughs> definitely saw in the first episode was was fake. Uh, it was all. It was an illusion. They have projectors. <laughs> that is true. You guys didn't know anything about projectors. See, I, th- I think I think you guys are you guys are sitting there still still chatting up with Mondin about uh, you know about what you guys saw in the party, what you guys got away with. We're probably dancing, not sitting. I mean, <laughs> you guys can dance, Mondin. You know, whatever. Sure. Does Mondin dance? Sure, yeah, yeah. Mondin dances. Mondin's Mondin's trashed right now. Oh, he's sloppy dancing. He's drunk, but he's able to keep a straight head. You know, he doesn't like tumble into people or anything. But is he able to keep straight hands? Does he get hands? Not with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know how I feel about that. How come Mondin never touches me? Meow. Uh, No, Mondin is particularly interested in in Tim having seen an assassin. He goes, uh. You just you, you. I thought you were talking about touching no, Tim. He's, he's fondling <laughs> Tim's mask. <laughs> it's a nice gold mask. This mask is so impressive. I don't know where you got it. 
Look at the detail. Oh my goodness, look at all these jewels. Can I give it a little smooch? Didn't you go in with some bones on your suit? It's gotta be worth at least a college education. Is that a bone in your pocket, Tim? <laughs> you just you just saw the assassin? Like, what, what'd he say, oh, you know? Oh, oh, yeah, he he was talking about... He, I, I gave him my card in case we ever needed... In case he needs to track me down and kill me. Yeah, um... <laughs> Hindsight, probably not a great idea, uh, but I gave him my card, he tried to poison the thing, he he said, it looked like he was trying to poison a governor? Just right out in the open? Man, did he tell you what his name was? Uh, I'm sure he did, I'm trying to recall. <laughs> Juan. Juan the assassin. Oh my goodness, I always, wait, wait how tall was he, what was he wearing? What, what color <laughs> was his... What color was his aura? My goodness. I always I always thought Juan the Assassin was just an urban legend. You know, what kind of assassin? I'm a huge fan. What kind of assassin just leaves his signature around after he kills? It seems like a seems like a bold thing to just like admit who you are, you know? Most assassins try to try to stay underground. They try to stay hidden. I think he was expecting to kill everyone at the the party with that punch though. So <laughs> There's a lot of people he could have killed if he if he put that punch he poisoned the whole punch bowl. I mean that's the primary punch bowl. We all know party dynamics <laughs> the here. Primary punch bowl. That's where everybody goes to talk about stuff. My goodness. I feel like it's hard to be an assassin in a world where everyone can turn into ghosts. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's partially true. It was Juan. <laughs> Juan killed me. I don't know if they. Re- I don't know if they remember every detail about. He that. introduced himself to me. Told me he was an assassin, <laughs> and he killed me. He killed me. <laughs> he took me out to dinner for weeks. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, Mondon, he, he kind of continues, I was, I was not expecting that, but I did expect another one of the, uh, the bladed friends of your guys's. He kind of, uh, he kind of points at Tim and, and sort of like gestures to the, the sword you have. Oh, the like, bladed uh, friends is way cooler than <laughs> battle buddies. <laughs> <laughs> bladed friends. Avengers. Is that what their group is called? The tree? Blade no, they're friends? called the, uh, verdant blades. Okay, so the bladed friends go on. They uh, they seem to have connected the the Willow Blades uh, circumstances with Jamboree. I don't think they're going after us right now, but they've been nosing around quite a bit lately. It's getting a little bit suspicious. But good news is you guys got us lots of new um, potential potential parties around here. Look at all these guests. Look at these people having a good time. Yeah, I think the party went really really well, from what I can tell. You guys see, you guys see Zan the wizard kind of like stumble through the dance hall. He's missing his hat. Is Mondin upset that we let a nerd in here? You know, nerds. Mondin, don't worry, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've met some cool nerds. You, you gotta charge them more. You know, it's it's what happens. But I, I think, uh, I think Zan's all right. Zan's a, Zan seems like a cool dude. Just look at him. Look at his, look at him without his stupid hat. Just look at him wander around. He's so adorable. Look at him without his pants. He's he's just losing <laughs> things left and right. Look at him without his wallet. <laughs> How does you guys did get some money from him, so that's good. You know, we got we got some uh, we got some down payments for other people who are who are looking to maybe have some uh, exciting extravaganzas. So, uh, you know, he kind of he kind of reaches down and pulls out some some additional money for you guys. Uh, you guys get three more coin on top of the one coin you got from Zan. Ooh, oh, that's small, small change after that ten coin. Job. Yeah, yeah. 
how am I going to pay off my student loans? My aunt <laughs> is going to be livid. Come on, man. The problem is, how do you make par- how do you make money from throwing a party? I was pleasantly surprised we got paid. Uh, clients pay us to plan their parties. What are you talking about? Yeah. We're the party planners, but they get paid. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You're getting free coin. <laughs> yeah, we are getting free coin. I guess, like, future clients mm-hmm. are investing in us. Yep, that's, that's the thing. I think Chester's kind of, um, like, looking off into the ocean wistfully <laughs> over the horizon. You having a, you having a moment? Well, because he's not thinking about today's party, he's thinking about tomorrow's. Tomorrow's, okay. What's uh, what are what are Tim and uh, Miriam doing? Miriam's consoling <laughs> Chester. <laughs> I I think uh, Tim's gonna look around for potential necromancer clients, um, <laughs> trying to or like anyone who would uh, would know a, a good place where he could intern. As a necromancer, <laughs> I'm done with this party planning shit. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if there's like I mean there was there was a number of people there. There's there's obviously Zan. You know, I feel like I feel like getting a getting a, a job with Zan might be good. Um, Gerald is there. He's fishing off the side of the boat. He seems a little a little struck. Hey, remember when I helped you bury a guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a construction worker. <laughs> Do you have an internship for a necromancer? You know, you might he might uh, want to to bring back that or or to to speak and apologize to the spirit of the person he killed. But uh... honestly, as a construction worker, having a necromancer around sounds pretty handy. Yeah, like you don't want to accidentally build a place on like an unmarked grave or something like that. Oh, that's pretty good. That, and you know, if something if something falls on one of your workers, you can just bring him right back to life. You want to talk to them and make sure they're not going to sue you. Gotta, you got to get there right then and there, you know. Bring them back to life and compel them to continue the job without pay. <laughs> compel them to continue working by being <laughs> just a sad, sad little boy. Yeah, by making them pity you. I guess I'll finish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as as the uh, as the um, riverboat kind of drifts down back towards the other side of the island, you know, people are... People are slowly getting off. I don't entirely know how. How do people get off of a riverboat? And le- I guess it's probably um, Neil. Neil, your guys's your guys's teal seal is helping people. You know when they're when they're ready to disembark. Well, the thing is, I feel like I feel like Neil's not pulling this party barge. He's, he, I, I would hope not. That's a that's a lot of boat for one seal. No, we got some other seals doing that that we hired. The, the hired seals. Yeah, because we want Neil to enjoy the party. He's part of the crew, after all. It's true. It's true. He's he's here. He's not on the job tonight. He's just here to party. He's here to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, well, someone, some seal is escorting your guys' guests away as you guys, as you guys, uh, you know, drift on, drift on back. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think like we are criminal underground party planners, but I think we do have a code of honor. Um, and usually we I, like I at least personally, this is why I clawed up Batchville's face because I don't like like we're going to work with criminals who probably kill people and stuff, whatever. But I don't like it when they kill our friends and mess up our home. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know? no, that's fair. So maybe if we could somehow weaponize a party against Forge. A weaponized party. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what I think that's what Chester's trying to think of. Like, how can we use our skills to like take down forge industries 
that's a that's an impressive task you know um yeah i think we're gonna have to think on that uh i think with the the careful application of the right type of party yeah and maybe a couple of gravity bombs we could pull it off a company party listen listen guys janet's birthday is coming up we hired the best criminal underground party planners in the business <laughs> everyone meet in the conference room at 10 happy birthday janet let's play some red rover uh <laughs> yeah so i mean i mean yeah you guys uh you guys eventually just kind of you kind of drift down the ocean. I mean, you got you got your money. Um, this party barge seems seems like people had a good time, but they they slowly uh, they slowly all kind of get off, and and you guys end up parking just outside your uh, your normal apartment. You do not see any signs of Brian. Um, Did we have anyone like you said? We had a decent number of people at that party. Do we have anyone who is tied to Forge? Because I think after that. Uh, that pirate attack at that last party, I think that's kind of on the top of my mind. Oh right yeah, now. yeah. Um, nobody like who who directly worked for Forge. No, um, Zan is is obviously kind of like he's he's a council member of Jamboree Island, so he has lots of contacts, lots of places. He's probably here. so. Maybe we got to grill Zan about this. Yeah, he 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 gets off at you know kind of halfway through, I would guess. When does he leave though? <laughs> he gets off and then he leaves. Uh, he's 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 probably off the boat by the time you guys are are done with your conversation with um, Mondan and and really trying to figure out what to do next. So we can't we can't grill Zan. Then. Not at this moment. But you guys you guys have you guys have his contact information. He has your guys's. He kind of he kind of you know leaves you guys. He he says goodbye. He doesn't just leave. What's his contact information like? I wonder. I imagine wizards have pretty interesting like, business um, cards. Well, you you do see his his name is Zan the Wizard. Uh, it's T H O apostrophe U I Z A R D. Oh, okay. His last name is the Wizard. His last name is the Wizard. Is he actually a wizard? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Zan the Wizard. The Wizard at your service. You can change your name, and you know people call you the wizard all the time. I really had no choice. Is he telling us this from like <laughs> as he's saying goodbye? <laughs> you know, you guys are like looking at his name. Uh, he says, "Well, I'll be in contact soon, boys. Don't don't you worry." Mm. Mm. Like push him in the water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't like these clothes anyway. He's <laughs> just floating away. <laughs> sure hope one of those ghost monsters doesn't get me. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, you guys you guys make it back to your uh your apartment fine. You guys beat Brian back. Uh when we make it back to the apartment, we have to make it look like we've been here all night. Okay, yeah. Oh, you like dirty dishes and everything. <laughs> the perfect alibi. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine, I, I think it'd be funny if we all put, like, fake versions of ourselves in our beds <laughs> and, like, some sort of recording device, like... Uh, uh, you guys snoring. Yeah, it's just, like, snoring and, like, occasionally, <laughs> like, oh, I'm sick. Eventually, Brian does show back up. He kind of he kinda looks around you. Hey, guys. Fresh pot of coffee coming in hot. <laughs> just the way you like it. Yeah, I already got dinner. There was... 
there was food at the the event at Batswells, and man, a lot of a lot of shit happened. Somebody accused him of not paying them. And if I know anything about my great uncle, he's he pays people. He he pays us, you know. He's been paying for me to live here this whole time. I mean, he's pay, he's been paying for me to live in this shitty apartment with three roommates <laughs> this whole time. He's, he's he's been giving me something, you know. Yeah, I don't know. The they really seem they really seem mad. Luckily, I don't he only got hurt a little bit, you know. He made it out there, but man, that oh, was Brian, I'm so sorry to hear about your What what was it? Batswell? Botswell? Botswell? Yeah, Bat Batswell. He's my great uncle. Mm, never heard of him, but I'm so sorry to hear about that. Yeah. No, yeah, so he's he he seems like, you know, naturally tired and not like he's been drugged up by Miriam, you know, he's he's had a long evening. I think he kind of is he on the top bunk or the bottom bunk? What? He's the bottom. He kind of sorry, I'm going to I'm going to hit the hay guys. I there's Oh man, I'm just real sleepy. There's gonna there's a lot going on, you know. You know, it seems like you guys are up pretty late too. It's a little weird. Yeah, we've been here all night. <laughs> you woke us up, you <laughs> loud bastard. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make you can't make Brian a guy we all can all relate to and like. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a total narc. Hey, hey, Brian, did you get a chance to knock recently? <laughs> I... I got a narc building up. It's just I got to figure out where to put it. <laughs> got it in my back pocket. Don't you worry. He's kind of like falling asleep and talking. Like, who am I gonna knock? <laughs> who am I gonna knock? These mysterious potty platters. If I could only knock on them. <laughs> Whoever that white cat and the fish man were. We just gotta set up a scenario for Brian. This narc. But not on us. <laughs> you guys, you guys got to find a release valve for for Brian's narc. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's you guys. You guys go to, you guys go to bed. You know, eventually, I'm sure. Uh, nothing, nothing too unusual. Like nothing that happens in the middle of the night or anything. Um, and and as you're as you're going about your, uh, as you're going about your day, you you guys um, receive word the the next day you guys receive word from Paul and Grimble who were Gerald's uh Gerald's assistants that he's been pulled in for questioning by the uh, off-season island defense force. Oh. Wait, this is the construction worker who thinks he killed Miriam? Yeah, the the dude who thinks he killed Miriam. He's been he's been pulled in. Why why would they reach out to us? You they're under the impression that Chester, at least, is a fed. Uh, oh, okay. What did I leave? Draw my card? Like, yes, contact me here. I mean, you built. He built a uh, underground thing for you. Like, I, I assume you guys had to be in contact to some extent. It's not like you just requested it and then we're done. I was kind of hoping it was just that. Did they find like one of the weapons in the wall or something? I mean, part of the building collapsed. <laughs> That's not the architect's fault. Uh, so they pulled in the. Con- <laughs> They pulled in the construction crew to talk to him. I think it's pretty simple here. Oh, I see. Well, it doesn't sound like it's any of our concern. Yeah. Well, what about the gravity bomb? 
What's he gonna say? <laughs> What's he gonna say? Oh, there's trace amounts of gravity in here. <laughs> trace trace amounts of gravity. I don't know. Space time is disrupted oh, around we found, this. Area. We found shaved iron bits all over the place. <laughs> Definitely a gravity bomb. <laughs> uh, so, so, does anybody have a downtime activity they want to do, or? So, Chester's vice is luxury. Luxury. And the last time we interpreted that as a spa massage day mm-hmm. that turned into like a month. But Chester doesn't have the time to get lost in the spa for Not that long time. again. No. So I think what's another like luxurious thing he could do? You could just buy a really nice couch for the apartment and lay on it all day. Uh, Brian's going to be so upset. <laughs> I spent all of the rent money on this couch. Brian, you're going to have to ask your uncle for more rent money. <laughs> Brian, now that we know your uncle is Batswell. Brian, now that we know your uncle is good for it, I spent all your rent money on a new couch. And you're not allowed to use it. <laughs> oh, you know what would be a great fancy furniture thing to have? Yeah. A giant cat tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the apartment a big cat tree. You know what? There's probably a place, a, a big cat tree, like a local cat tree you can go to, like a park. I'm sure there's there's a local a local cat park. Um, I think I'm just going to get, try to get a cat tree for the apartment. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like a fancy one. Where where do you where do you go to procure this this thing? I think I'm going to get a custom one built. I'm going to blow some corn on okay. this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I guess who who do you have build it? Do you like? So I'm calling in the cat tree craftsman, who I imagine is probably another tabaxi, because I want someone who knows specific cat, trees. cat tree craftsman. Yeah. All right. Um, and I'm gonna bring them into the apartment so that we can like measure out the space and find out the ideal places to like to to maximize you know sunbeam exposure and whatever else it is that cats value in a cat tree. <laughs> Height mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, angles to put your butt up against. Uh, yes. He 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 arrives at, at you guys' apartment kind of, uh, you know, later that afternoon, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, he was supposed to be here this morning. I've been impatiently awaiting all day. You called him, you called him first thing in the morning, and, and you know, he he's taking his time. Uh, but he... He arrives, you know, fashionably late, and he kind of, uh, he's kind of looking around, sniffing around your guys' apartment, and he's like, hmm, there's lots of... That's rude. But... Lots of interesting <laughs> smells here. I think you'll have to uh, navigate those. You wouldn't happen to be secret party planners, would you? <laughs> <laughs> it smells like someone's been getting drugged over here, and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sniffing him too. What do I smell? Um, you smell wood, like sawdust and 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 carpet. He knows his he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. He he builds a lot of cat houses. You know, that's probably got to be like the most intoxicating smell to a cat is like <laughs> carpet and wood. <laughs> yes, I was I was building a cat house for Leonard the, the other week, and that guy. I'm going to hire someone else. <laughs> that guy's a real dick. Oh, I'm gonna keep him. Just tell me. Just between, meow. just between you and me, I sabotage the top. Just between you and me, new stranger. Yes. <laughs> I regularly sabotage my clients' orders. <laughs> <laughs> he winks. 
<laughs> so I know not to upset this cat tree builder. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be a dick. Um, well, thank you so much for agreeing to meet with me. You, sir, I've heard I've heard a lot about you from my other tabaxi friends, yes. who I'm sure exist. Um, I tried to get around. The, there's lots of tabaxis these days, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would like to point out a few areas of note um, mm-hmm. throughout the apartment. Here are some heavy traffic areas for Brian specifically that I would like to obstruct ah, if brilliant. possible. I'm very good at that. Not fully, but just make it a, a, meow, a little bit more difficult for Brian to get around. How tall is he? Um, he's about two foot five. <laughs> <laughs> he's a halfling? Brian's a halfling? <laughs> no, he's a human. <laughs> Uh, I suppose we can we can put this just so he has to duck under it every time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's probably like I imagine Brian being very very average, so he's probably like five what like yeah five eight five six. He arranges parts of it so that it's it's just high enough that Brian has to like duck under it, you know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he'll hit his head. Um, right. Yeah. And he's got to like he's got to like step around a couple other bits. Uh, as as Brian's trying to get to his newspapers, it's right near where he re- where he puts his all of his newspapers. Uh, Perfect. Yes, you, sir, know your work. I've I've been around before. I know I know how to uh, get under the human skin, if you know what I mean, with my claws. I flay them. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Claws. Name is Juan the Assassin and Catchy Builder. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you, you, you can go ahead and you can spend a coin to acquire this and do you want to, uh, do you want to just... I will spend a coin to acquire this cat tree and quite frankly that's a steal. This is a custom cat tree. This is just the cover charge from a wizard, like... <laughs> <laughs> you can still, you can still roll to see, to see what quality this is. Acquire an asset is a downtime activity so you can use one of your activities to acquire it. And then you can use the money to make it better, to improve its quality. I think that's probably what this would be. And then you can luxurize on it all day. Okay, let's do that. That sounds like a good yeah, plan. Go ahead and roll roll 1d6. Uh, do I just roll Actually, fortune? Uh, yes. Three. It's not great, but you still, I, since you spent it. money. Hey, Necro Tim, can you come talk to this guy <laughs> and get this cat tree built for me? Oh, nah. Since you still spent money, it's it's still fairly nice. Like it's not it's not the nice. It's not like uh, a top of the line cat tree, but it's sturdy. How, it's not gonna fall. How much coin do I gotta build to make this a six? It, I want a quality cat uh, tree here. One more. Every every money every uh, coin you spend bumps it up a level. So okay, I'm gonna spend another coin. This is a this is a standard cat tree. You can get a fine cat tree. I want a fine cat tree. <laughs> Spend two coin and you get a you get a pretty fine cat tree. This thing's gonna survive, uh, you know, whatever fun you try to have on it. This is gonna survive a nuclear winter. That too. It's gonna survive a gravity bomb it's and a gravity bomb and and all of Brian's suspicion. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just like lounge. So I might as well just get the luxury roll out of the way too. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and relieve your stress. So that is indulge vice. Boom. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Cody, oh, Cody overindulged again. Did I wrong the person who made roll twenty? Do they not like me? Uh, apparently, yep. apparently you did. So um, the one time I roll a fucking six, I'm indulging my vice. 
to to a uh, a dangerous level. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 fully you're fully indulged luckily, so you feel good. I drown in the milk fountain. But yeah, you attract trouble, you brag about your exploits, you're lost again or you're tapped, your current purveyor cuts you off, find a new source for your vice. Um, I don't know what I don't know how to interpret any of these in this in, in this circumstance. Like maybe you offend the the catchery guy. I, we were hitting it off so well. I can't. I, that just doesn't seem to make sense. Maybe maybe you just like did not lounge in it properly or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Chester doesn't know how to lounge properly. Oh, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. The catchery I build is super high. So I get stuck in the top like a tall tree, basically. <laughs> stuck again? Uh, yeah, I think you get stuck in again like a cat on a branch in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Chester just getting lost every time he indulges his vice. Just like getting stuck somewhere. I think someone's gonna help have to help me get out of this cat tree. <laughs> yep, yep. I think I think uh, Chester's Chester's stuck up there for at least several days. Oh, or, or or quite a while, at least for the rest of the day. This gives me plenty of time to reflect on uh, the next party I gotta throw. Yeah, at, at least at least for this one whole day, as as you know, Miriam and Tim are going about their business, you know, and then probably for a couple more days, we'll see how we'll see how things roll out. But uh, you know, Chester's Chester's just stuck up there. Brian's a little confused. Uh, he comes back. He, he he eventually wakes up and he looks around for he you, just, but he can't. He hears the horrifying caterwauling of some goddamn local cats. <laughs> he, can't, he can't find you. So, uh, Tim and Miriam, what do you guys, what do you guys have? There's like three neighborhood cats stuck in this cat tree too. <laughs> you keep attracting more cats. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think uh, Necro Tim is gonna go down to, I don't know what's the equivalent of a medieval maker space. For necromancers, um, <laughs> that's a good question. That's uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I how have I never thought of this before? It had, had it's such a obvious thing. Uh, he he's gonna go work on he he's gonna go work on his necromancer thesis. Okay, you're gonna go work on your your bone suit. Yeah, I mean, we probably have a garage in your apartment, like a. Like one of those, like little carport garages or something. I see. I feel like Necromancer Tim wants to go down to the Necro community, like a, sh- a shop. How many Necromancers are there here? I-, I imagine the Necro community is literally just like you and Necro. I don't know, Don. Oh shit, that's not a good name for a Necromancer. Oh, no. There's like a whole. <laughs> that's a bard name. School of. Yeah, yeah, no, there was, there was, yeah, there's like a whole university, a necromancer university, you know, that's where, that's where How Tim many people went. attend this university, though? We're like on these islands that are cut off from the rest of the world. Probably not, probably not a ton. I mean, there's, there's enough for there to be like a small community, but like everyone knows each other probably is what, is what I would It's imagine. just some one old crazy guy on this skull-shaped island who's just like 20 gold and I'll teach you how to raise the dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a pretty interesting option. <laughs> There's two uh, graduates. <laughs> we have the valedictorian and the salutatorian. Congratulations, you're top of your class. <laughs> I'm the only one. Uh, Necrodon just kept playing the fucking saxophone the whole time. Necrodon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tim. What? I guess. Yeah. Where? What is the? Uh, what is the local necromancer community like? What? Where? Where are you headed? 
I think it's like just like a shop, like a like you you would imagine a a general. Is it, like, the, is it like the back room of that bone shop you went into last time? Or yeah, I I think it's there that you go there, kind of and... like a side room where there's there's maybe a couple other couple other necromancers wearing their wearing their scary masks. Do they all wear masks? I thought it was only Tim. Tim, they have their masks. I think Tim wears his like all the time. Yeah, but necromancers in this part of the world, uh, at least they have they have this. They have this spirit mask that they carry around with them. It makes you easier to attune with ghosts. Ah, can the spirit attunement implement be something other than a mask? Uh, probably. Like a gun? But I, I, th- I think everybody here, it's it kind of like a traditional <laughs> thing to use a mask, to wear a mask. Use the gun to get spirits. Yes, exactly. You gotta, you gotta create the ghosts first. Yeah. So yeah, what are you, uh, what are you after? I guess you're, you're gonna work on your. Yeah, I think I work on my bone suit, and I think there's like a guy trying to steal my necromancer thesis. <laughs> like, just a guy at, at at the place that you know. Wait, you're working on a thesis? I thought you already graduated. Well, I've graduated, but I also like. I'm doing some postgraduate stuff. Yeah, he's got a he's got a master's thesis he's working yeah. on. It's a it's a bone suit, you know, like the bone suit he previously had, but that one can only be worn by uh, ghosts. It's basically I'm trying to find a way to insole a suit of armor. Are you using a book like a necromancy school book to help inform your um, your research? I I believe I am. Yeah. Yeah. Is it written by Necro Dave? <laughs> uh, it's Necro Dave's Big Book of Bone thing. <laughs> oh, God. Necro Dave, yeah. That's just his diary about him getting his rocks off on the it's, it's Necro, Necro Dave's books, I imagine, mostly just being about, like, fashion. Sex. And, yeah. Yeah. In order to attract the best ghosts, you need to get your style correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's, there's definitely other necromancers there that are kind of... Uh, the kind of you know one guy in particular. What's what's his name? Necromancer Rebecca. Necrobecca. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's definitely very interested in in your uh, in your designs. She's trying to like peek over the table and and get a get a check out on what you're doing. Um, they call her Necky Becky. Ne- Necro Becky. Necky Becky. Well, people Let's... who are mean to her call her that. Yeah, she likes it. Yeah, so so, I guess this could be either. This is probably long term project. Yeah, this is my long term project that I'm gonna spend my the majority of my time working on. The other thing is determining, I guess, how big of a how big of a project is this? Is this like a you know the size of the clock determines how complicated is this? I would guess it's either a six or an eight. Depends on. You know what? What you're what you're thinking? Maybe a four if you feel like you're partially done already. I I feel like I would have already done some amount of this over time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fair. So I think a four a four step clock is how do so it'd be a tinker roll. Yeah, yeah. You can you can roll tinker. That makes sense for this because you're uh, you know fiddling with some projects. You you do see you see Rebecca keep keep looking on over. She's like keeping track of the the tools you keep grabbing. She's very interested in like not just not just mm. what you're doing, but how you're doing it. You know, I don't think she went to the same. She didn't go to as nice a necromancer school as you did, or she got the lower tier education. <laughs> there, um, there are multiple necromancer school. There's necromancer community college. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> 
She went to another necromancer school in these. You islands? know, maybe she just yeah. I mean, there's a big, there's a lot of islands maybe here. Maybe it's home. She's homeschooled. Yeah, home, home necro schooled. I'm gonna say I'm in a desperate position. Okay. <laughs> just to get just to get some experience. I'm gonna stress myself out because I really need to get this project done. <laughs> I'm really under the wire. Hey, a six. Jeez, of course he did. I critted. Um, Two fucking sixes. Yeah, a, yep. a six. So. If this is a four-step clock, a, sit, two, a crit is actually enough to complete it right now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you uh, you manage you manage uh, to kind of figure out whatever the missing the missing piece of what your um, your previous designs were. Ah, uh, it was the bone. It was it was the one bone you were missing. It was just like I just needed the bone of an elk or whatever. Yeah, yeah just like a really early specific bone or something had to be carved a certain way uh and you kind of you kind of hear uh rebecca as as you you find that you know you get that last piece put in she goes oh my goodness she she's very impressed with with what just happened and then she steals she it she immediately tries to steal it no um she does she does compliment she said that's a that's incredible i've never i've never seen that before the secret is bones. Yeah, uh, it's very cool. Anyway, Rebecca Rebecca asks Tim. She she says, "Are you like a, are you a professional necromancer? Do you?" I just finished my necromancer thesis, and now I'm looking for a new job. She goes, "Oh, well, I mean, I just heard that a a bunch of positions opened up, and she kind of like pulls out a flyer, um, and she hands it to you, and on, on the top it says." Seeking necromancers of all experience levels. Uh, apply at the local Necroforge, a Forge Industries subsidiary. Don't do Become it. Become something larger than life. <laughs> they got a tagline. Uh, so, yeah, she, she hands you. She's, I've, I've had a couple of people who, you know, a couple of friends who, who went and interviewed. They, you know, seems like a, seems like a decent gig. Well, I think, I think it'd be funny to have Tim go through a performance review with Miriam and Chester. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's what drives him to interview somewhere else. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get a you get a a flyer for um uh, Forge Industries is is hiring necromancers right now. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of my party planner job. I don't feel like wasting my life party. Whoa. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. I mean, I love parties myself, but if I had a sweet party gig, I sure wouldn't leave it. <laughs> Try the backpedal for him. A gig just planning we're parties. Necky Becky, she's the new third member. <laughs> God, where are we gonna find a replacement necromancer who loves the party? Um, uh, yeah, you get you get your uh, you get your bone suit and a and a flyer for job opportunities. Um kind of tells you tells you the location where it is and and all that so uh sweet um miriam hey uh tim could you step into my office for a second <laughs> yeah what's up normally chester and i would do this together but he's mysteriously vanished <laughs> <laughs> well first off have you seen chester lately <laughs> you guys just hear in the background <laughs> i have no idea where he is well you know, this is a routine thing we do after every party. We review your performance. <laughs> Specifically <and> you. 
re-review all of our internship our interns performance i always wondered i i always seek to improve myself all right uh you miriam uh, just so that you don't have to do this totally alone you probably have some notes from chester about his performance <laughs> as well that you can refer to all right let's see he left you a series um, of questions he wants you to ask him yeah. So before Chester mysteriously disappeared, he left me these notes. <laughs> He's always about that due diligence. Yeah. Uh, first thing on here, uh, loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it'd be fun to bring an element of surprise to the party. We were doing the Inception thing. <laughs> surprise parties are a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Question number one from Chester is like, what is a party? <laughs> Ah, it's, it's where you get a bunch of people in a room and they all hang out. The uh, so let's talk about the punch bowl incident. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could have gone better, I'm sure. But you know, I was just trying to spike up the party. You know, Tim, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's always been my dream to be a necromancer one day and. I got those student loans to pay off. Well, I think I think around uh, now is like uh, after that party, our party business is probably starting to grow oh, yeah. a bit, yeah, you guys are... and we're getting more more clients, more requests. So we're starting to seriously think about like building out a party team, and we want to see if Tim's in it for the long haul. Yeah. So Chester wrote down that we've been growing <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, and let's talk long haul, Tim. What's your five-year plan? Where do you see yourself in fifteen years? <laughs> Where do you see yourself in thirty-seven years? You know, I gotta, I gotta take care of my aunt. Don't tell me any family stuff. <laughs> I, I went to school and I just finished my thesis. I am gonna be a great necromancer. Wait, Tim, you're a fucking necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> The correct answer was still partying 30 years from now. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Uh, I mean, that's not me. I'm kind of a nerd. We're kind of looking to you for the next big party idea. What you got? Uh, I don't know, more ghosts, I what, think. What's that, what's that resume in your head? <laughs> uh, I'm going to need you know, some PTO tomorrow. Oh, you take as much time as you want. We, you know, because we respect you as an employee. <laughs> you t- you take the time you need to heal and take care of yourself, because you know we have your best interests at this party committee. And in Miriam's other hand, he's holding a list of people we're going to interview for this position. <laughs> so yeah. So when are you going to be out of here? <laughs> You know, uh, from 3 to 4 in the afternoon tomorrow. Oh, perfect. All right. <laughs> okay. Chester's got one more thing in his notes that he wants you to read to Tim. I want you to read what's on here. Because <laughs> I can't say it. What does the last line say? All right. So in, in Ch- Tim hears Chester's voice in his head as he reads it. And it says, Necro Tim. Oh, hold on. Meow. Necro Tim. You've worked very hard over this last summer, just not at partying. I'm not sure, entirely sure what the focus of your work here has been, but as we're growing our party venture, we feel like you're going to have to show a bigger commitment that I just don't think you're capable of. 
We're gonna have to let you go, Necrotin. <laughs> this is so fucking real, man. Well, you know, I got an interview tomorrow anyway. Uh, keep reading. <laughs> and also, we're kicking you out of the flat. No. We need to use your bunk bed space to help build my cat tree. Yeah, he kicked me out of the bunk too. So. <laughs> that has nothing to do with you being fired. That makes it okay. Alright, using my executive authority, I've decided you can stay in the house. But you are fired. <laughs> and your rent's doubled. Miriam, do you have any like actual downtime stuff you want to oh, do? Oh, I am so not stressed anymore. Like, Necro Tim was stressing me out so much. <laughs> Did I reduce my stress? Okay, well then, then I guess roll, roll, re- indulge your vice to reduce your stress if that's what you want. Alright, let's do it. What's your vice again, Richard? Firing, firing people. Apparently, it's it's like gambling. Where do I roll vice? Yeah, there's a button that says indulge. Indulge vice. vice okay. Yeah, you might also overindulge if you're not careful. Oh, uh, you did. Oh. Um. I kind of feel like the consequences already happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess we could interpret this as like firing Necro Tim was kind of a gamble because he is kind of a. a a loose cannon. A loose cannon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That counts. I guess one of the one of the things I didn't is attract trouble, which is an additional entanglement, which this could count as. Oh shit! Did we attract the ire of Necrotin's his aunt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys both still have one more downtime activity too. Oh, I'm just gonna combine my uh, training and th- tinkering with my uh, long term goal task. Thing. Yeah, that makes sense. You get. You get better at, you know, better insight, which it's just your your tinkering and your survey and your your ability to study and survey things. So it's it's generally like a knowledge skill. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Can you uh, train in anything? Yes. Yeah, you can train in any attribute. Like I said, prowess, you guys get two XP. Everything else, you get one XP. We've been doing a lot of prowess lately. Prowess Let's is kind of it. the... It's, it's the it's the body one. Miriam trains his body. He trains his body. He ex- he does some exercise. There's a, there is a gym portion of the cat tree. <laughs> oh, nice. He climbs all over. Oh, it Chester, and... what are you doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Miriam's, Miriam's like using the cat tree weight room or whatever, <laughs> and I think he's like slamming weights down and that's shaking the top of the cat tree. And Chester's trying to hold on for dear <laughs> eventually you just shake him off <laughs> man it's gonna be crazy updating chester on what happened <laughs> like five days later chester falls down in the middle of your workout session he comes tumbling down like and five other cats <laughs> <laughs> so i land close to you i just tumbled down the cat tree i think chester you're back <laughs> um miriam what what, where, where am I? What's what's going on? I feel, I feel pretty rough. Did we? Is Necro Tim still around? You didn't fire him yet, did you? I was really looking forward to that. I waited as long as I could, but I could not stand him being around. <laughs> <laughs> being around, not partying all the time. Even though I fired him, you know that son of a bitch had an interview set up anyway. Mm, what? <laughs> Forge Industries. I'm sure it's just a negotiation tactic to to get us to hire him back. I kind of want him back. <laughs> yeah, I kind of missed the little bugger. 
it occurred to me, spending days up trapped with all those cats in my new cat tree, that perhaps an element like Necrotin isn't such a bad thing. But if he's gone, he's gone. I guess we'll just have to find someone to fill his shoes. I wonder what Brian's up to this weekend. A Brian? <laughs> I guess we don't need a necromancer. Yeah, you guys can invite Brian in. Brian could always learn necromancy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some coin. We could float him... Put his bill through necro school. We could definitely pay off his student loans easily. <laughs> yeah, he's got that wealthy uncle too. Uh, before before Zan actually gets in contact with you guys, you you hear from Gerald uh, first. He actually he contacts Chester. Um, does he like? Does he come? Does he come to the apartment, or does he, do you have like a phone number? He he contacts you. Somehow. Maybe the way he contacts me is he like turns on a certain light in his room <laughs> and then you you then go and meet his, with him or yeah then i show up okay uh, they they dragged me in chester they they pulled me in there and they demanded to know what happened in the, the manor and you know i talked to them i said hey you gotta you gotta make you gotta i gotta talk to your boss because you know there's higher ups involved here and they said hey no we are the bosses and i said hey can i see your badges and they said they showed them to me, and I said, that's not what a federal badge says, because I know the feds, because you showed me your badge, and they said there weren't any feds. And I said, that doesn't make sense. This is either a setup or a corrupt abuse of police authority. So I demanded to see a lawyer, and eventually they just let me go. <laughs> the lawyer was a nice fellow, though. After all, your instincts served you well. You were right to call them out. I'm a true fed, and they were all imposters. I figured, man. <laughs> Yes, of course. It's a good, it's um, a good thing no, I didn't tell you. You've done them. well. You've done your country a service, Gerald, and you will be rewarded. I think there's some people trying to work against us, though. That's all I'm saying. That seems like, a, mm -hmm. you know, they gave, they really gave me a one over on that one. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's standard operating procedure um, that they were emulating to to make it more convincing. Oh well, that really makes me feel better, Chester. I'm just so glad. Mm. Yes. Um, is that all? <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. I mean, I just wanted to tell you that I didn't I didn't say nothing, you know? Wanna make you feel good. Wanna make you proud. I'm so proud of you. You've done it you've you've done a good job. I think job. it's time to hire Juan the assassin for this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I take out a notepad like kill Jerol. <laughs> you're gonna invite me to the next party, right? He says as you're leaving. Jerol, you uh I had a real good time at that party. So all that party was a part of a very, very specific secret mission. I don't know how many other secret mission parties we're going to have in the future. But if we have any more, I'll remember to keep you in the know. Oh, thank goodness. Now I realize after, after that party, I realized I have a third love in my life and it's partying. <laughs> what are the first two? <laughs> Fishing and building things. Fishing and murder. <laughs> all right, Jarrell, now I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you now, Jarrell, and I just want to remind you. Don't kill anyone else. I'll try. I'll, I've, I've been real careful when I go fishing now. I don't use the sharp hooks. We're going to have to convince Drawl that he killed someone else to keep him quiet again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then, then after after you meet with Drawl, you can you can go and meet with Zan. Where do you, where do you and I guess do you and Miriam both go and meet with Zan? Yeah, so while we're like walking there, I did have a realization that like Tim is like chummy with Juan the Assassin. <laughs> <laughs> you think Jim's gonna have us killed? I'm just saying we should be careful. <laughs> Walking in open streets. Uh, Miriam, we could be in trouble here. Tim is exactly the type of person who would have us killed. Hey guys, I just you know got done <laughs> making you guys dinner. <laughs> um, 
I think maybe Miriam and I are going to have to sabotage Tim's interview. It's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> mm, yes. The only way for to to stay alive <laughs> is to sabotage Tim's interview and then hire him back when he's dejected after he's failed to work He'll there. feel so this miserable. This way he both learns a valuable lesson about partying and we don't die. Hey guys, I'm heading off to my Forge Industries interview. Wish me luck. Yes, break a leg, Tim, and don't forget to use both Miriam and I as references. <laughs> Tim, good luck on your hopes and dreams out there. Yes, we we believe in you, Tim. You've got so, us in the so back. yeah. You guys, you guys meet up with Zan probably at his office. Uh, kind of like not. It's not at the like courthouse or anything. He's got like a an office that's just in a in a, like a strip mall somewhere, uh, kind of nondescript. This is a council member and a ten thousand year old wizard. He's got a he's got a he's got a little office somewhere. Mm, charming place you have here, Zan. Yes, boys. Yes. Now, come, please sit. How how have you been doing since the party? I don't I don't see your friend Tim. Yeah, Tim's gone. Mm. <laughs> Tim's Tim's gone. Well, I didn't really get a chance to speak with him, and it's a lost opportunity. But that's fine. I feel like I'd rather. I'd rather not admit this in front of him, but I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you boys. I'm not a great wizard. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's my name. You you know, you can't escape what people call you, but uh at the end of the day, mostly what I do is science. I I never learned how to cast fireball. I just have bombs that I've coated in invisible dust. <laughs> I mean that's a talent. You don't have to be too hard on yourself. <laughs> Luckily, I have a reliable source for the magic dust. But back back to the point is that I have a... I think I think I lean over to Miriam and I'm just like, I think we found Brian's next snark. <laughs> <laughs> back to my point, though. This I have, guy doesn't realize he's an alchemist. <laughs> I, have a, I have a great curiosity about the uh, the inventions coming out of Forge Industries. They, they seem to be doing impossible things without... You know, wizards there to cast spells. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, just imagine what you could do with that projector. We could project Bat Guano onto Batswell's Manor and nickname him Batsmell. Just imagine the amount of asses we could project onto the moon. The possibilities are endless, boys. I need I need you inside gathering information for me. I need you inside. Uh, <laughs> I was very impressed with the party you threw the other night. I need you to go on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only ones I can trust with this. Wait, for, you want us to go to the inside Forge Industries? Yeah, yes. I'm sure we can arrange some sort of party for you to plan in Forge Industries, but... Uh, you have those connections? Of course I do. Hmm. Why don't you get a job at Forge Industries and just I'm a council go... member. I'm a busy man. I can't just walk in there. I mean, I've... I've gone and I've gotten the tour, but all they show me is the projector itself. They won't let me touch it. Uh, I'm going to lean over to Miriam again and be like, this is this might just be the chance we need to sabotage Tim's interview. Yeah, <laughs> we can act like we're helping this guy, but really... We're going in there to ruin his career. And save our lives. <laughs> and... <laughs> and throw a party all at the same time. Oh... Tim's not getting the in it job party. <laughs> yes, and we high five. 
I don't know what you just high-fived about, but... <laughs> we, we'll let him in. We'll put our hands up for him to high-five, oh, too. Yes, I like high-fives. Yes, this is my first one. I hope I don't mess it up. <laughs> You'll get to touch that projector anytime now. <laughs> I've never been invited to one, but no, I, I know you guys, I mean... You guys are party planners first, but I know you have certain other skills, and I figured this would be perfect for you. Mm. <laughs> There's money. 20 coin, and it's a deal. That's a lot of money. I don't know if I have that 30 much coin. <laughs> 30. That's more money. The price is going up, yeah. Sam. You can, you can still mm. lock in the 20. Mm. No. We could be convinced to walk it down to 25. How about 15? Four, 50. How about five? Five gold? Each. Five. E each. Each. And we're hiring a new intern, so that's 15. <laughs> um, we can end this episode whenever now. That's a good place. That's a good place to end it. Oh, another exciting cliffhanger ending. I do apologize, dear audience, that we leave you in such moments of dire anxiety. How much money will the boys get for the next mission? Tune in next time to find out. But first of all, thank you for listening this time. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you. And we also appreciate you and you. And you... And Kaylin Conroy, the artist who created the theme song to the Battle Buddies. She's really great, and her music is genuinely very good. You should check it out at caitlinconroy.bandcamp.com. Um, also, make sure to check out radbotproductions.com, which is our website where we host our shows. And all the other things that we're working on, we recently started doing comics. So go check those out. And there you'll also find a whole bunch of art that we do for the show. Um, if you want to see what your favorite characters look like in color, uh, give it a gander. And as always, uh, look us up on Facebook, Instagram, what have you. Like, comment, subscribe, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And look forward to the next episode, which will be out October 9th, 2019. See you then.